Welcome in to Tuesday. Let's get the week cranked up in the United States, at least. <laughs> Everybody else around the world's like, we all waiting on. Week started yesterday. Well, we took a little break. So, Thomas Miller on the Fun Astrology Podcast, thanks for stopping by. We're going to keep this one pretty short and sweet because the moon is in Taurus today, but goes void of course at 8.46 a.m. Eastern and stays that way all the way until 5.27 p.m. Eastern. So if you follow lunar cycles, you know that void of course is when there are no more aspects before the moon changes signs. So it moves into Gemini at 5.27 p.m. And with that is it's, you know, it's void of course. There's no drift. It is ambling around without any energy to move things forward, or I was going to say to trigger things, which is what the moon generally does. It kind of triggers things. So void of course days are more known for resetting than progressing. Let's say you were following this and you had a project that you were working on. Today would be a good day to button up loose ends, work on the foundation. Remember, we are under this huge, oh, if you didn't know, (laughs) we are under this huge Capricornian influence in the world right now. Saturn and Pluto and Jupiter are all in Capricorn and they're all in retrograde. So until we start peeling them off of retrograde back to direct, which happens Saturday with Jupiter, this has been a great big time of foundation base building, not of necessarily moving a bunch of stuff forward. And that's the energy that the sky is representing for us. And if we just fold in and work with that energy, we get a lot better results. So on a void, of course, moon day like today, it's just better to kind of comply with that side of the energy. And also we have Mars getting ready to station retrograde tomorrow, which is the other big deal. So we've talked about the moon. Really, we have two things going. The other is Mars. And we'll go into more depth tomorrow with the Mars retrograde. But if you're like me and you've been snooping around a little bit and some astrology sites and reading on Twitter what various astrologers are saying. You know, if you'd like a good read on Twitter, if you're on there, you can just hashtag astrology or astro Twitter. There are some good conversations on there occasionally. I mean, you know, some of it's just social media garbajola, but <laughs> garbola, but some of it's not so bad. But there are some really distinct interpretations of this Mars retrograde. It only happens once every two years, so it's not something that we experience that often relative to other retrogrades. But everybody is like, oh, things are going to stop dead in your tracks. You won't be able to get anything done the rest of the year. That's one thing that I'm reading. Another thing is, oh, it's going to bubble up all your emotional stuff, like all your karma that has just been sitting under the surface waiting to bubble up and be dealt with is going to come up during the Mars retrograde. Other things are you're going to lose all your passion and it's like your life is just going to go flat. It's exhausting. (laughs) You've been around here long enough to know that we don't go that way. Mars is going retrograde. Let's don't make it any more than it is. So we've been living the last four months, basically, with the three drivers on the, of the universe right now, Saturn, Pluto, and Jupiter, in retrograde. So life has been happening, right? I mean, 
Protests have continued and some have turned into riots. Wildfires have burned in California. What else is new in the summertime? There are a few storms headed across the Atlantic right now. That happens. It's called hurricane season. And oh, by the way, the Republicans and the Democrats can't agree on anything. See, that's not... Don't go blaming the planets for all this stuff. So Mars is getting ready to to slow down, and tomorrow it begins its retrograde path. 6.21 p.m. Eastern tomorrow, if you'd like to set an alarm on your phone. I'm actually looking forward to the retrograde. We'll see on the other side if I'm still saying that. But on this side, going in, looking forward. Why? Because Mars is one of my big stellium planets. Sun, Mars, Neptune. In my chart, all at exactly the same degree. So Mars and I have had quite a relationship over the last many decades. I'm looking forward to being a little more chilled out. We'll take a look more at this uh, tomorrow, but I'd, I'd say let's just not get caught up in the extremes of what Mars retrograde is going to represent. What I would definitely have my eye on is more of the aspects that Mars makes while it is retrograde. And one of the very first is that it's going to square Saturn again, and then it's going to conjunct Eris. So we'll be talking about all of that, but as Mars starts to track back into Aries going backwards. It is going to square Saturn and Pluto and Jupiter again. And it will have aspects to some of the other planets, obviously to Mercury and Venus moving faster and to the moon on a regular basis and the sun. So we'll keep up with all of that. Yes, the Mars retrograde is going to be interesting. Kind of a biblical number of days, too. 40 days in retrograde until November 13th. So we'll hit that more tomorrow, but I just wanted to bring it to light and just say let's don't go to the extremes. I think that's the best position to take, and I'm sure you would agree with that. All right, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow for the big announcement. <laughs> I think we just did it. Have a great day. We'll see you. Bye-bye. <laughs>